Hi, welcome to Lighthouse Vineyard Church. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to know more about us, feel free to visit us online at lighthousevineyard.church. Enjoy the message. Amen. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We have an enemy who tries to convince us of things that are untrue. Our enemy makes statements that are untrue about ourselves, untrue about our world, and untrue about our God. In this series, we will address these lies and focus on how to train our thinking to know the truth. Hello. How y'all doing? Good, good. Hey, this morning we're going to talk about clothes, food, and art. Yes. Yay. So a few weeks ago I went to Africa with a team. And um, one of the days that we were there, I went shopping in town for the kids. We support a, a, a children's home there. And so I got to go shopping for a day. And shopping there is very different than it is here. And so one day, so we were shopping for clothes, shoes, bedding, all kinds of stuff. And I noticed as we were shopping for shoes, they had some slides that had Nike on them. But they were the same price as the other shoes. And then we bought um, soccer uniforms. We bought the, shir- bought the shirts, the shorts, and the socks with um, they were, had Adidas on them, but they cost $129 American dollars. Do you think they were real? Do you think they were actually Adidas? Do you think they just slapped on the Adidas brand <laughs> and the Nike brand on the shoes? They did. So the quality wasn't there, but it's what we had. So we bought those uniforms for them. And then there's food. There's real food, and then there's processed food. Real food is considered food that comes from plants, that comes from the ground, or actually comes from the animal, like beef, poultry, venison. We we like venison. Um, That is real food. And then there's the processed food, which is considered fake food. Which one is better for you? the real food. It's better for your body. It's healthier for you. And then there's art. I am not a big art fan, (laughs) but a few weeks ago, I saw this ad on my Facebook feed for Van Gogh Art Exhibit in Grand Rapids. And I'm like, oh, that looks like a fun date. So I bought tickets. I talked to Clint about it, and I bought tickets. And so we went to the Van Gogh Art Museum. And I had no idea what I bought tickets for. It just looked cool. And so, (laughs) and it looked like a good date. And so so we went to the art exhibit. I had no idea who Van Gogh is. And um, he's a pretty amazing artist. (laughs) I had no idea. 
Um, he is an artist from back in the 1800s and a very famous artist. And he, some of his art pieces have sold for millions of dollars, like literally millions of dollars. One of his most famous pieces is A Starry Night. And I had no idea how famous this piece was. This piece has sold for over $100 million. Crazy. And I looked on Amazon <laughs> for this piece. I can buy a print for $20 on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That $20 print is pretty worthless. It's not going to have the detail of the original. It's not going to have the texture of the original. It's not going to have the touch of the original. It's kind of worthless, that $20 print. The brand name, clothes, you get better quality, it's better for you. Real food is better for you. An original piece of art is going to be worth more than a copy or a print. Being real is important. Being real is important. Being real is always better than fake. It's true in life. It's true in relationships. We want the real deal. It's interesting because this week I had several different conversations. They weren't really connected to the church. It was, I was having one conversation with a family member, and they, they didn't know I was speaking this weekend. And they, in those conversations, they were passing comments, but they said, can we just be real? Can we just stop pretending? And I think that's what our culture wants. That's what people want. We just want to be real. Can we just be real with each other? So I'm going to be real with you this morning. <laughs> um, I'm, going to I'm going to share some things with you that I don't always like to share, but... I'm going to share them with you because I'm just going to be real. That's what we're talking about this morning. So I'm a pastor's wife. And being a pastor's wife is a high calling. It's a difficult calling. There's challenges that come with it. And because of history and because of culture, expectations have been put on pastors' wives that cannot be met. And pastors' wives have been put on pedestals that we just consistently fall off of. And um, I don't like that part of my position. I don't like that. Because the truth is, is that I'm just a normal person with a different calling. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. 
I have feelings and emotions just like everyone else. I put my clothes on just like everyone else. I have issues <laughs> just like everyone else. I'm imperfect. I'm just a normal human being with a different calling on my life. And you know, honestly, it's an honor and it's a privilege to have the position that I have, even with the challenges. It's an honor. And these expectations, I know, have not been put on pastor's wives intentionally. It's just something that comes with the position. But it's a privilege. And I have to be intentional with being real. I have to be very intentional with being real. Because if I want other people to be real, I have to be real, right? In Luke 12, verse 2, it says, There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. Authenticity is so important to Jesus. Have you ever heard the phrase, the truth will always come out? The truth will always be revealed. It's pretty true. Somehow it comes out. We can't hide forever. It takes courage to be authentic. It takes courage to be real. But being real is always better. It's healthier. It's a healthy place to be. So we're in a series called Kingdom Mindsets. We're working on training our thinking. And our key verse is 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought, every thought, to make it obedient to Christ. You see, we're in a battle for our minds because Satan likes to come at us and throw lies at us. Our culture throws lies at us. Today, today we're going to talk about fighting against the mindset of being fake and grabbing on to authenticity. Today's scripture Talks about being real. We're going to be in Ephesians 4, verses 20 through 25. Paul is talking to the church of Ephesus, and they're a Christian church, but a lot of them are living a lifestyle that they know they shouldn't be living. So Paul is saying, stop it. Stop living that lifestyle. Stop living the lie that you can do whatever you want. So Ephesians 4, verses 20 through 25. That, however, is not the way of life you learned. When you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which has been corrupted by its deceitful desires, 
to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. So we're going to talk about authentic versus fake. It's a mindset and it's a decision. The definition of, us, of authentic is not false or imitation. It's real or actual. And I like this. It says, true to one's own personality, spirit, or character. Being true to who God created you to be. And fake is simply opposite of authentic. So I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to give you some things to consider. So Holy Spirit, would you come? God, you have some things that you want to say to people in this room. So God, I pray that your voice would be heard, that your heart would be heard. So God, I um, thank you for the privilege of speaking your truth. And would you just use me? In Jesus' name, amen. So the lie we're wanting to combat today is if people knew the real me, they wouldn't like me. It's easier to put on the mask than to be who you really are. We're often more interested in being liked and impressing people and wanting to look good than, than to be real. It, sometimes it's easier to just put on that mask. Bottom line is that we're scared. It's fear. We're afraid of offending. We're afraid of disappointing. We're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of failure and rejection, and the list goes on. We're afraid. So we pretend to be some, somebody that we're not. And sometimes it's not intentional. It's just what we do. We're not aware that we're doing it. The truth that we want to grab onto today is I am deeply loved by God. I am deeply loved by God. We are authentically and unconditionally loved by him. Psalm 86, verse 15, But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Abounding in love, his love is overflowing for us. Ephesians 3, verses 17 to 19, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. His love is so big that it's hard for us to understand. He says that it surpasses knowledge. 
it's hard for us to understand how much he loves us. That's how much he loves us. Our little brains can't always grasp it. I found this quote by Lisa Turkhurst. God's love isn't based on me. It's simply placed on me. And it's the place from which I should live. Love. So how do we live an authentic life? Some action steps that we have that we can take is take on a new way of life. Verses 22 and 23, if you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds. Put off the old self and pick up the new self. Your old life has got to go. So I grew up in a conservative home, going to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And whenever the doors were open, we were there. And it's just what we did. And so at 19 years old, I busted out of that box. And I decided I'm going to do whatever Rose wants to do. And I did. And I lived a life of partying and boyfriends. And, but I still went to church. I had these two lives of going to church and then during the week. And on weekends, I had this other life of partying and boyfriends. And I essentially lived a lie to everyone. I lost friends. I didn't really like myself. I was a mess. And I paid a lot of consequences as a result. But when I was 24, God got a hold of me. Thank goodness. (laughs) God got a hold of me, and my life did a 180 literally in one day. It was massive change. I experienced God in a way I'd never experienced before. I experienced Holy Spirit in a way I've never experienced Him before. And it transformed me. I started being real with people. I walked away from relationships that were hurting me. I walked away from relationships that were unhealthy, and I started living for God. I went all in with him at 24 years old. In verse 24, it says, And to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. I like the message version. It says, God fashioned life. A life renewed from the inside, working itself into your conduct as God accurately reproduces his character in you. As he accurately reproduces his character in you. You see, we need to choose to take on the character of God. It is a choice. It is a choice to live a righteous life. Righteous essentially means living rightly, making wise choices, making right choices, living a righteous life, 
because God is righteous. And God is also holy. When we live holy, we live purely. True holiness is a life pleasing to God on all levels possible. It's a life pleasing to God on all levels. That's a life of holiness. But thankfully, Christianity is not about perfection. If that was the case, we would all fail miserably. (laughs) But Christianity is about engaging into the process of becoming more like Jesus Christ. It's a process of becoming more like him. An authentic Christian does not pretend to be perfect. Because we don't have it all together. I don't have it all together. When we mess up, we need to be quick to admit and get back in step with God. Be quick to admit that you're wrong. An authentic Christian also understands the grace of God. That when we mess up, there's grace. Psalm 139, it says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. This should be a consistent prayer for us. God, what is it about me that needs to change? Is there anything in my life that is offensive to you, God? This should be a consistent prayer for us. I have a question for you. Am I living a life worthy of imitation? We have kids watching us. We have coworkers watching us. We have friends watching us. We have family watching us. We have people watching us. Are our lives worthy of imitation? I am someone who, I like to put sayings on my mirror. When the Lord says something to me, I will put it on my mirror. If it's, if it's something like really, I need to remember this. Everything he says we need to remember. But sometimes there's something like significant. And I will put it on my mirror. And for years, while the kids were growing up, I had this saying on my mirror. It says, what message... Are you sending to your children because of choices you are making? So what message are we sending to people around us because of choices we are making? Because we always have people watching us. Young, middle-aged, old. Is your life worthy of imitation? Our second action step is to be vulnerable. That's what everybody likes to hear, right? Be vulnerable. Verse 25, Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. Speak truthfully to your neighbor. Take off your fake self. Put on your true self. So we just did a, seri- a series on the Ten Commandments. 
Do you remember the eighth commandment? You shall not lie. So don't lie to yourself. And don't lie to other people. People want authenticity. And a side note on this is that we all have opinions, right? I am not giving you permission to just state your opinion whenever you want, however you want, and just say, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. That'll get you fired from a job. (laughs) Friends will leave you. That's not authenticity. That's disrespect. I'm talking about being respectful and honoring to people around you. Authenticity requires courage and it requires vulnerability from us. It's hard. Because I'm guessing some of us in the room have tried vulnerability. We've tried being vulnerable with someone, and it didn't work. You got hurt. What if we try again? I think too many times it's it's just easier to be fake, you know, because it's comfortable for a lot of us. It's easier to believe the lie of they're not going to like me if I put myself out there. It's easier to do that instead of going on a limb and being vulnerable. In my experience, more times than not, when I'm vulnerable, I am accepted and loved in return. A few weeks ago, we had a ladies' bonfire. And um, this year has been an exceptionally hard year for our family. And um, that day, the day of the bonfire, it was a Friday. It was just, I had a hard day. It was hard. And I cried a lot that day. But I agreed to go to the bonfire, and earlier that week, I was asked to do ministry time. And I said, yeah, I'll do it. And in my head, I had an idea of what it could look like. I didn't ask God about it. I just kind of came up with an idea of what it could possibly look like. But then we had a worship around the fire, and the Lord's, I was asking the Lord, so what do you want to do during ministry time? And he said to me, I want to heal the hurt of some of the ladies here. And that includes you. And I'm like, (laughs) really good. And because I didn't didn't want to put myself out there. I didn't want to be vulnerable. I just wanted to go do my thing, you know? And I said, okay, God. So I... 
presented the opportunity to the ladies. I said, if there's something hard going on in your life and you want prayer, I want you to get in the, in the middle and um, ladies will pray for you. And I said, and I'm getting in the middle for prayer and all of you ladies are the ministry team and you guys are all going to pray for us. And I remember standing in that circle and just trying to hold it together. And when prayer was done, I, turned around, I knew one of my friends was standing behind me, and I turned around and just grabbed onto her and just sobbed. Because it was a hard day. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> crying and being the only one crying in front of everyone like that. But you know, I had a conversation after that, and some of the ladies said, thank you for letting us pray for you. They said, a lot of times, you're the one that prays for us. You're the one that's doing ministry. But we got to pray for you this time. Thank you. More times than not, we're loved and accepted when we let ourselves be vulnerable. Romans 8, verse 6 says, The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Our flesh does not want to be real. Our flesh does not want to be vulnerable. We don't want to put ourselves out there. But when we live by the Spirit, you guys, there's peace in life that comes with authenticity. It just is. When we decide to live a life that is authentic, very shortly after that, we will look back and wonder who that other person was that was fake. I mean, I look back now of who I was, 19 to 24 years old, and I ask myself, who was that? <laughs> I don't know who she was, but that's not who I am today. And I certainly would not want to go back there because it was unhealthy. It was exhausting. Being fake is unhealthy and exhausting. And it limits us from living up to our potential. It gets in the way of relationships. It hurts relationships. It hurts us. It hurts you when you're not real. God created us to be like him. He wants us to be like him. And he's real. Your last fill-in is, when, we, when you start being authentically you, you will begin to become who God created you to be. And that is a very good thing. When you start being authentically you, you will begin to become who God created you to be. 
He created you to be loved and accepted by him. He created you to be like him, righteous and holy. So the action steps that we talked about today is take on a new way of life by choosing to take on the character of God and be vulnerable. So I'm going to ask. Well, that's it for today's message. We hope we helped you know God more intimately. If you feel our ministry is helping you spiritually, feel free to find out more about us at lighthouseofinner.church. Thank you for being part of our family, and we will see you next time.